Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, you're listening to Shag Married Annoyed with me, Rosie Ramsey, and my husband, Christopher Ramsey, who's just got back from London about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, <laughs> I just got back from London. Normally, it's an insult that you started with. Today, it was a ge- geographical fact, so oh, thank you very much. And he's in our bed. Brilliant. There we go. Always happy to be home. Guys, thank you very much for listening. This is episode 11 of Shag Married Annoyed. And before we start, a word from this week's sponsor. <laughs> no, I, I, forget, I always forget about this. This week's sponsor, oh, really? Towels. Yeah. Hey, are you wet? No. Ta- not like that. <laughs> don't drag it don't because the advertising money sorry, will go sorry I can't monkey it you right. can't do, do it. look this is a clean family friendly product right alright I'm soaking right well you shouldn't be wearing headphones because you might get electric shock but I'll tell you what you need you need some towels hey are you sick of getting out of the bath and having to shake yourself dry like a dog and or bear you need a towel are you washed your hands and you just don't want to stick them out the window and shake them into the sun you need a hand towel. Mm. Mm, that's right. Towels come in all different shapes and sizes and different names. We have beach towels for mm-hmm. use on the beach and yeah. in the house if you want to. Or you can take them to the local swimming leisure centre pool. <laughs> right? And <laughs> bath towel. Yeah. Bath mat, which is kind of a towel. Mm-hmm. But don't use it to dry your hands because that would be weird. Guest towel. Fancy towel. Tea towel. Ooh. Mm. It's like a kitchen towel. Mm-hmm. It's like a little tiny beach towel for your kitchen. Yeah. Wipe up. Um, water with it because if you want other stuff you might as well use kitchen roll which we've already uh, advertised <laughs> flannels also available little tiny little I, square towel towels like, are getting a lot of air time Chris well they've paid big bucks they've paid nothing <laughs> <laughs> we've made no money off this hey, podcast no like I've said before each sponsor gives worth a million <laughs> so clear some room out because we've got a million towels getting delivered <laughs> you read, are you done towels <laughs> keep you dry keep you warm stay safe here's the jungle here's the jungle here's the jungle, here's the jungle. okay if you're going to the jungle you better take a towel in case you stand in a creek and or oh, river no, stop right right done bye we had a fight about the jingle jingle we couldn't settle on a jingle jingle so this is the jingle jingle we hope you like the jingle. Jingle. Babadoo, 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 ba. Jingle. Hello. It's lovely to have you back. Hi. Are you talking to me or the listeners? I'm talking to 
The listeners. The listeners. Hi, listeners. Not you. <laughs> God right. Well, you know, I lived that for a moment. I thought, yeah, because I just come back from London, so I, know. I thought that's what you meant. Your little puppy dog eyes. You genuinely thought excited. I was talking to you. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Sorry. No, well. But I mean, it's nice to have you back. Yeah. Do you need to get something from the loft? That's the only time you're happy to see us. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> Funny enough, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, episode 11, here we are. Yeah, indeed. Oh, it's rolling on, isn't it? Rolling it's going, on it's going good, though. Still enjoying it. Mm. Still here. Not divorced yet. Not divorced yet. So that's good, isn't mm. it? Look out for series two, Shag Married Divorced. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's got a good ring to it, that. I am not divorcing you just for a title. <laughs> I already haven't been paid for this podcast. I'm not losing half of me earnings for a title. <laughs> um. So, what have you been up to? Uh, I've just got back from London. I did a Celebrity Juice last night. I don't know when that'll be on. Um, it was a very, very crazy lineup last night. Was it? Yeah. Paddy McGuinness, Jimmy Carr, Amanda Holden, Little Old Me, um, Charlotte Hawkins from Good Morning Britain, mm-hmm. two people from Corrie, mm-hmm. a young couple um, who are dead canny, and I forget their names, and I'm, that's terrible, and um, James Morrison, singer. Amazing. He, wore, he looks so much like Chris Martin from Coldplay. It's frightening. Right. Yeah. It like, wasn't him, was it? No. Like, it's right. crazy how so much what he looks like. what band's he from? James Morrison's just James Morrison. Just... You give me something and a battle of... Right, because when I watched your Instagram, yeah. I thought that was him from Coldplay. Right. No. That's Chris Martin. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? I honestly was... I thought I thought you'd met Chris Martin from Coldplay. Well, no, because I would have said it's Chris Martin from... I wouldn't have called him... James Morrison, would I? I don't know if you did at the time. Yeah, you must have. I mean, I don't listen that intently. So you don't watch my Instagram? No, well, I, d- I, well, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too busy watching other people's Instagrams while I'm here. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> what have you been up to? Well, it's been Easter, mm-hmm. which has been horrible. It is pretty shite, isn't it, Easter, to be fair? Oh, do you know what? Like, it's just another thing for people to go ridiculous about. Yeah. And decorate tables and like, I just don't, I'm such a humbug when it comes to anything other than Christmas. Yeah. I just find it all too much. Bollocks. I mean, the eggs can stay. I'm yeah. currently just. She's literally just, <laughs> you just picked one up. Where did that come from? It's been here the whole time. <laughs> she just went. We need to do video podcasting because you just went, the eggs can stay and an egg appeared from. Some kind of kangaroo pouch well, you must have. I couldn't see it from your laptop. Was it just behind your laptop? It's just, yeah, it was just behind your laptop. <laughs> we're doing it. What are you doing? Eating? What are you doing? I've told you about my low blood sugar. But we're doing a podcast. You can't be munching on a foot. People can hear you chewing, you animal. No, they can't. Clacking away. Right, well, I'll only have a little bit. <laughs> it's just a, a smartish one. It's a, well, yeah, it's a smartish one. Not, 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 not affiliated any, at all with any kind of advertising. No, hashtag not, at all. hashtag not an ad. I wish. Yeah. Imagine getting paid in Smarties. <laughs> oh, heavens above! That's the dream. Yeah, the old ones before they changed them. Right. Or Skittles. Or Skittles. Oh well, your force <laughs> going to be full. I tell you that right now. <laughs> little, little, little one for the regular listeners there. <laughs> <laughs> Our son is um, addicted to chocolate. It's safe to say he really is. It's honestly like having a crackhead in the house mm-hmm. when there's chocolate around. Yeah. He wakes up, it's the first thing he asks for. Yeah. And Easter and Christmas make it worse. Mm-hmm. Other people's kids seem to be fine about it. I know, I don't know what's wrong with him. Well, I, well, I do, he's my he's my child. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him, says the woman who just, during a <laughs> podcast, started eating an Easter egg. It's because I, <laughs> I know... I worked out what's wrong with him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just a product of me. But um, I've decided that next year, mm-hmm. before Easter, yeah. if anyone's coming to the house who might have an egg for him, I'm going to text them before he, they come, yeah. just to say, thank you... I know you probably have an egg for him, but can you just give it to me on the sly and I can give it to him like in a couple of weeks? 
because he was just, he got about four at the same time. Yeah. And he asked about them constantly. Do you remember he was cuddling the cream egg one on the set? Uh, yeah, watching just, the telly? it's just really, really weird. He really just wants them weird. with him. And I d- he, he, can't, he can't leave them for yeah. a couple of days. You know, have, no, the, have a bit of day. He has to eat them all. And my mum was like, just let him. Just let him go through. I was like, what for? He's no. What is she doing there? Is that the... <laughs> Can you remember when they used to say that uh, if you caught your kids smoking, you had to make them smoke? <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that's, that what she's doing? That's what she's doing. Just let <laughs> Rosie, listen, let him eat them all till he's sick. And then he'll never want one ever again. Oh, I don't no, think that's how it works, Andrew. No, that's not with him. He no. would be like, all right, cool, bring them on. I know. He'd literally be like, yeah, they're, they're on sale now. It's after Easter. Let's go down to Asda, mummy and daddy. Exactly. Yeah. My mum was so strict with sweets when we were a kid, you know. Was mm. yours? Uh, no, not massively. I mean, we didn't have, I know you've got an issue with people who've got a cupboard, haven't you? Oh, the sweet, yeah. Well, I'm, maybe I'm just a bit jealous because we yeah. never had it. I had friends who had a sweet cupboard. You'd mm. go around the house and you'd open it and it was like it was like Willy Wonka spunked oh, all over the inside of one of the cupboards. Yeah, yeah, it was craziness. We didn't have that. I just had, you know, there was, there was breakaways, trios. Um, Mr. Oh my God, Mr. Kipling. Chocolate oh, chip yeah. cake bars. Can you remember them? Yeah, well, briefly. Oh, we never had were, them. They were just in the cupboard and after every meal, I do remember, it was like pack lunch. After, it was like school pack lunch. Every, after every meal, I would have a pack of crisps and a, and a chocolate bar. Nice. After every single meal. So I was never craving them. Do you know what I mean? See, that's where I think that's why my problem lies. My mum rationed with so much. Well, not well, there was three of us. We were a family of five. Yeah. When my mum got a multi pack of crisps, right? Yeah. So you're not even going to believe this. We used to hide, like we used to take a pack of crisps right. and then take a couple extra and hide them. <laughs> Shut up, man! Because I'm, I'm not even Squirrel joking. them away. I'm not even joking. <laughs> We used to hide packets of crisps, right? So that we, so that they just wouldn't all go. It's so sad, isn't it? Where would you hide? Like your mum's tucking you into bed. Night, night, Rosie. Night, night, mum. Just lie down on the pillow. <laughs> no. What I was used that? To, Nothing. I used to put them in my knicker drawer. And I used to put them inside clothes in my wardrobe. Wow. This, I no word of a lie. Wow. We used to hide them because they would just disappear. <laughs> Same with chocolate bars, everything. They'd just go, so you had to just fend for yourself, See, grab as many child. as you could and yeah. get and hide them. I was an only child. I never had that bother. And if I, if a full pack had got eaten, which it never did because mm. I wasn't that kid, I would, you know, I assume you'd have someone else to blame it on. I assume your brother or sister could just eat them all and go, oh, it was rosy or it was all ears. Yeah. But if I ate them all, that would be in it. Well, it, the, your man would know straight away. Yeah, but yeah. I never—I I wasn't the kid who ate the. Or I never ate my advent calendar before I had to. I never ate all the dates in the advent calendar, but you oh, did. Well, yeah. I don't know whether we spoke about this before or not. Yeah. But you know this. I used to eat mine. Yeah. And then I used to eat my brother's and sister's. <laughs> and then put them back. And in. then put the. I used yeah, to I think we open might have the top. That. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it all out. Slide it back in like an empty pack of paracetamol. I honestly don't know how I thought I got away with that. I never did get away with it, but that's what I used to do. I think that's why I'm not bothered about Easter. I don't, Rosie, I don't mean upset you. I don't want to get divorced here, but I don't really like Easter eggs. (laughs) I don't like them. What's the matter with you? I'd rather have a biscuit. I'd rather have a Twix. I like a bit of biscuit or or some caramel in me Mm. or something in me bar. I like a crunch in a chocolate bar. I don't just like chocolate. Oh, I just like a geek big slab. (laughs) <laughs> chocolate. The only thing I like that hasn't got any crunch to it is a cream egg. And I tell you what, until they release an Easter egg-sized cream egg, I'm all right for Easter. I can take it or leave it. That would kill you. Not, I, I can't think of a better way to go. 
It's time for What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef? Do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first, ladies first. What's your beef with Christopher Ramsey? Okay, this week's beef is... <laughs> you might not be expecting this, actually, but this has been happening for a long time, ever since oh God. we have been together. Oh, God. Okay. I hate that whenever I cook a meal or we get a takeaway, mm-hmm. you will stand at the kitchen bench <laughs> and trough at that meal for at least 10 minutes. Mm, yeah. And I'm going, are we going to sit at the table? <laughs> or, you know, because we're, we're scumbags. We watch the telly with we're dinner on Winnie. Let's admit it, right? I'll beat around the bush. I'll be sitting, waiting to press play on whatever we've got to watch. I'll be like, are you coming? And you're just like, oh, just, uh, uh, just, uh, just, having a, just having a bit of this and eating some chutney nan bread and that. And uh, me starter, me starter. I hate it. <laughs> right. What is so bad about me standing at the bench and eating a bit before I go and sit down? Why does it upset you so much? It just We does. had Peter around the other day. Terrible day. We had a, a, a hungover McDonald's. Your sister and 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 her husband were here, mm. and he brought Michael brought a McDonald's in, and we were standing. And you literally, you got yours. You put it on your plate, which everyone slagged you off for. You went and sat down, and you shouted across to all of us, "Guys, come and sit down. Do you just not want to sit down." And Michael, bless him, just sat. And I went, "Michael, you stand there if you want, mate. You stand upright and you eat your McDonald's because there's no. Do not let her dictate. Why do that you, you eat? Sit down. You eat standing up. Horses. Weird. <laughs> I don't. Get, oh, I just don't understand Giraffes. people who can enjoy a meal stood up. I just sometimes like to stand up at the counter and have a little few little tidbits, little excitement, little ease oh, before I come and sit down. After a while, I'll sit down. But but you know what? You know what ruins the enjoyment of your little tidbits? Being shouted at to go and sit down. It just really irritates us. I'm so sorry. <sighs> really, really like it is. Yeah. Every time you do it, I'm like I'm close at the edge. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, do you know what? I'll try. And stop doing it. I'll mm-hmm. try and come and sit down because it's not necessary that I stand up and eat it. I don't. Well, no, you know, no, you know what? I'll go back on that. It is <laughs> right because I've just thought there about dishing the curry out and you like you're putting your naan bread on the plate and you go rip a little bit of naan bread off there or dip that in there. Oh, where's the chips? Just as you're sort of making up your plate, you have a little taste. No, I don't do that. I just put it all on the plate. I'll have it all ready, prepared. I'll sit down and then I enjoy my meal rather than eating it in three stages. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hey, little and often, it's supposed to be healthy for you. Oh, is that why you're thinner than me, is it? <laughs> Arsehole. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's because I used to eat so much chocolate as a kid, I've built up a tolerance to it. <laughs> Probably. Right. Yeah, Pack the crisps and a Mars bar after every meal um, makes you fine. Diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, fair enough. Fair beef. Your oh. turn to get... To get dealt with. <laughs> My beef this week with you, and this has been going on for a while, oh, but even yeah. more now that we're sort of working together and we're doing, uh, let's call it business trips. We do business trips together. We'll get the train to London or whatever and we'll mm-hmm. go and do things. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened particularly when we did the Sarah Cox show when I was booking the train for that. Right. So you will all the time. You do it all the time. I'll be asking you. I'll go, right, Rosie, I've just had an email. The one to book with trains for like uh, two o'clock in the afternoon on the Tuesday before the Sarah Cox show. Is that okay? And you're half fannying on on your phone or doing something. You go, yeah, it's fine. And it goes, it's fine. You go, yes, man. And I go, right, okay. And then it comes to the time. So whether it's a train or whether I've booked someone to come round and fix something in the house, whatever it is, when it comes to the time, I go, 
oh, by the way, this has happened at this time. And you go, oh, <laughs> uh, eh, what? It's a two o'clock train. A, why? And I go, Rosie, I asked you. And you, you not, not only did you agree, you then shouted at us for asking you twice. And you've done this for so long, right? And you've fucked, you, you, you absolutely outdone yourself the other day. What you did was, it was the Sarah Cox in your two o'clock train. Uh, two o'clock trains, you know, we'll have a little night in London. Yes, man, Chris, fine. Comes to two days before. Remember, we're trains at two o'clock. Two o'clock, why? And I went, I told you, I ran it by you. And do you know what you said? As in the tone of that you were proving me wrong, but you were actually proving yourself wrong, your actual response was, well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> But you said it like it was a checkmate. And I was like, that is an admission of guilt. But you said it like it was a fucking accusation. Right. It's horrible. Firstly, terrible impression. <laughs> Secondly, can you not just admire my honesty for once? Right. Yes. Thank you. Right. Thirdly, uh-huh. no, I don't listen to you at all when you tell us. But this is this is another beef. You, I'm going to waste my oh, beefs on the beefs. You will just... Tell me all of your diary, every train, every train time, every hotel you're staying in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just <laughs> the night before it's that time. Great, thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. This is the only time we talk. This podcast. <laughs> I do remember that though. I, I was well. I, it was literally well. I wasn't listening, and the tone was, Chris. You should have known I wasn't listening. And just benched that I'm for just, later. I'm such a good actress that my vacant face is just like my mm. face now. Brilliant. Such a good actress. Yeah. Mm. See, modesty I love. <laughs> I thought it was me boobs. <laughs> it's time for questions from you, lovely lot. Questions from the public. 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 So... Got an email here. Uh, this is called Sleeping Beauty or Sleeping Beast. Ooh. Hi, Chris and Rosie. I have a dilemma, which I hope you can help me with. My mm. husband and I have been married for six weeks and all is great until it comes to going to sleep. He wakes me up in the middle of the night with what can only be described as a groan slash growl and continues to do this in and out on every breath. It is far worse than Chris's tennis snoring. Thank you very much. When I tell him about it in the morning after, he laughs and tells me, you should have woken me up. No amount of shaking or hitting wakes the man up. Mm. I have tried. My question is, do I sleep in the spare room or do I lie awake all night? Uh, and what do I do to ensure he wakes up or do I kick him out? Annulment. Annul- my, my question is, how did you not know this before you got married? Maybe they didn't sleep together in the same bed. Wow. Who knows? That is brave and stupid. Yeah. Brave and stupid. It's, I mean, that, what's her name? Wake him up. Her name is Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlotte, ah, I've got to be honest with you, Charlotte. I don't think you're trying hard enough to wake this fella up. Some people just don't wake up, you know. Mm, some people Honestly. Don't mm, yeah, but come on. Punch in the throat. <laughs> Stab backhand. to the neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Rosie, you went, <laughs> you went a little bit too far. But I'm, you know, I'm talking backhand. Mm. I'm to- I'll tell you one thing, Charlotte. This is one thing that the police use on people who are fully unconscious. A really hard nip on the earlobe. On the ear, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Earlobe. Give him a proper hard nip on the earlobe. It'll be a delayed reaction. Squeeze it. He will wake up. Yeah. 
Um, a mate of mine uh, told me a story of one of his mates was unconscious, blackout drunk, mm. and his other mate was there, and he was like, oh, my dad's a policeman, they do this to wake them up, and they squeezed his ear so hard for ages and ages and ages, and he wasn't waking up, then they stopped, he woke up and instantly burst into tears. Oh, because it hurts so much. <laughs> well, because it's just, a, it's some kind of weird pressure thing, he literally just woke up like, <gasps> and just oh, started no. crying, so oh. Charlotte, do that. Do that, yeah, do that'll that. wake him up. Absolutely. Little snoring, little sausage that he is. <laughs> or maybe a motorbike helmet to put him in. Or she could just go to the spare room. What? For the rest of our marriage? She's been married six weeks. Annulment. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> question. This one's just called Question. Hi, guys. When driving and using the sat-nav, do you ever get in heated arguments with each other or the nav itself? After the extended bank holiday weekend we had, uh, we had our fair share of exchanges with each other and the bloody machine. Just wanted to know that we are not alone. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Yes, we do. We really do. I will fully admit that I am a terrible backseat driver. Horrendous. I know, I can't Hor- help it. Horrific to be in a car with. Yeah. Horrible. Bullying. <laughs> Disgusting. The worst. You're not a very good driver, you, Chris. Yes, I am. My mum says I'm excellent. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> On a, Your mum, who can't drive in the centre of Newcastle. <laughs> Your mum, who drops her car off at the metro station. <laughs> Listen, I'm a good driver. You are just, you've got extremely high standards. I do. Yeah, you're the worst. Yet when we were in a taxi recently and I told the guy to stop banging his brakes really hard because it was making us feel sick, you had to go at us and said I was a prick. Well, because <laughs> because it was a five minute journey and I don't think you needed to tell him, to be honest. He, no, I'm sorry. It's me pet hate. If you're, if you're being driven around, so someone, you're pay, literally paying someone to drive you somewhere in comfort. And they're just, every stop, for no reason, they just lace the brake on. Mm. Like, it's a, like it's a bloody, you know, when you get instructors to hit the dashboard. Yeah. Like, it's a bloody test. My, I hate taxis. I hate taxis <laughs> so much. What we like. Genuinely. What What do you hate, <clears throat> what do you hate about it the most? Because I think what you hate about it will be the same as what I hate about it. Um, They very often smell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not joking. Just in the car on the way back there, I've yeah. got a guy who drives around who, who I know in Newcastle who's a taxi. I always get him. He's a really yeah. cool, cool guy. But I was on the phone to someone who I know. I was in London yesterday, basically, and I got in the car with uh, my manager and we had a driver. And I was mm. like, oh, I know that driver. He stinks. <laughs> Is that the breath taxi? It's the breath taxi. Oh, no. no. I swear to God, right? You can, smell, you can smell his gums. And I said, <laughs> the only way I can describe what this taxi smells like, you know when you floss? Oh, and the bits of... Yeah, it's like he's flossed and then he's got the dirty floss and he's rubbed it across the fans <laughs> on his dashboard and it's just wafting it around the... I've it been in. It's horrible. lifting. You have, you've been in the well, car. Well, we were in it. It was like November and we're like, do you mind if we open the windows? Yeah. We're boiling. Rosie, I had a full day of interviews with him one day, right? So he was driving us around from interview to interview oh, in no. London. I was hungover. <laughs> I was hungover. I'd been on the drink the day before. I did Sunday brunch with Example and I went back to Example's house and I yeah. got hammered and I had press the next day and I was hungover in the halitosis cab and I was honestly nearly vomiting. <laughs> oh, and do you know what? Someone just told us today, the phone is though like, so I put a, I, by the way, I put an official complaint in about his halitosis. I went, you're joking. He went, he said he thought it was just him until I said, oh, this tax driver stinks. He was like, oh my God, he does stink. So oh, he's wow. Oh no, I know, but you know what? You're right though. you you're paying a service yeah. to be drove around and it's sometimes when I've got in taxis, you get in and say you've just you've just entered their little lay 
and they've been sat like a there teenage all boys bedroom. yeah all oh, worse <laughs> you just sat there all day and you're like have you let any air into this taxi are your thoughts just moist in the air that's my thing well you know sometimes we get in a taxi well sometimes me and you will get out of a taxi uh-huh. and you're like god you were you were loving him like Literally, well, like the guy with the blooming, the, the, he had that Tesla the other day. Oh, when yeah. doors went up. And sometimes I'm like loving the taxi driver. And we get out and you're like, oh, you're using your best mate, him. You always have a go at this. <laughs> it's because I have so many shit taxis in my life. When they're good, yeah. I'm like, let's exchange numbers. Let's be mates forever. I mean, they're not all like that. Let's just not talk them all. <laughs> not the most of them are good. But... We don't want to sound like a couple of dickhead snobs here. But when you for your job, when you have to get taxis a lot, the problem is every single taxi I've got in when I've been hammered, it's been amazing because mm. I don't notice. Oh, anything. you don't notice it when you're drunk. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You, wasn't the one time we got in and there was just a bit of dog food on the back of the seat, and we were like, what? "Do you remember?" But it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. We were like, "Why is the dog food on the back seat?" Oh, get me out of here! Babadoo, 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 ba. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Rosie and Chris, which Game of Thrones character would you be and why? Oh, that's a good question. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Nice quick one. Who would you be? Quick. Oh, um, Bronn of the Blackwater. What, who's he? So Bronn. I know, but you, there's so many of them. Robson and Jerome. Jerome, from Robson and Jerome. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is yeah, good, he actually. Yeah, he taught Jamie Lannister how to fight with his yes. left hand. Yeah, okay. I'd be him. Just because um, he just wants to enjoy himself, get on with his life, get rich, and live in a castle. And he's not bothered about any other politics. And that's me. Yeah, that is quite you. That is you. Love him. I would be Arya Stark. Would you now? Mm-hmm. Mm? She's mint. Yeah? That's that's it. She's badass-like. She's badass. She's badass. Did I, I don't want to have any spoilers for people here, but um, did you feel slightly strange in the most recent scene that she partook in? Yes. I did. Did you see a tweet? No. What was a tweet? Let's I try not to give too much away for anyone who hasn't, isn't up to date yet. Well, we're going to, aren't we? Right. Well, no, because all I was going to say was I was literally like, I felt like 
I felt like it was my daughter. I know. And I felt like I needed to run into the room and go, get your clothes back on! <laughs> well, no, you! I- <laughs> put that thing away! <laughs> a tweet said, if you think you felt awkward, I sat and watched it in a room with my mum, my stepdad, my sisters <laughs> and my four brothers. <laughs> it was very funny. Babadoo, 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 ba. Dear Rosie, how good is Chris at picking out Robin's outfits? Well, Beth, I would love to tell you, but he's never really done it, if I'm honest. So, I don't know. Great. You haven't though, have you? I think I've picked Robin's outfit out since the day he was born. Well, no, I have picked his outfits out multiple times um, to a flurry of uh, riddles and uh, second guesses and criticisms, and I don't do it anymore. Chris, can you get him a... um can he get his nursery outfit? Yeah, Rosie, what? Oh, God, just pick something. What's wrong with you? Are you stupid? It's not hard. Come down with something. <gasps> They're not his nursery <laughs> trousers. They're his Saturday afternoon trousers. And that's his that's his casual Sunday jumper. It's not his nursery. And that doesn't fit him anymore. If it doesn't fit him, why is it in the fucking wardrobe, well, Rosemary? Well, keeping it for eh? if we have another baby. Put it in another wardrobe or some kind of bag or the loft. Oh, you know, I'm Beth. Beth, thank you for your question, Beth. No, I'm not good at picking out. And you know what? I don't think most blokes are good at picking out because the rules that you guys put down that only you know is craziness. It's why like an invisible map. Why are you so angry today? Because I haven't had any of that Easter egg. Do you want a little bit? Yes. There you are. Calm thank down. You. Wow, have a bit of sugar. Jeez Louise. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. Hi, guys. Quick question. If you didn't do a podcast together... And you could pick anyone else, brackets dead or alive, to do a podcast with. Who would it be, and what would it be about? Oh, that's from Craig. Oh my goodness. Well, I can tell you what mine will be straight away. Okay. Because I've thought about this before. Have you? Um, but it wouldn't have to. It, it, the, 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 it is a dead person, but it wouldn't be while they were alive. I would have to kind of just bring. It would be with their ghost, because it, if it was while they were alive, it wouldn't be a very good podcast because they couldn't really see anything. But I would do a podcast. About and with Al Capone mm. about his full criminal empire. Okay, everything he did, best way to kill someone, best way to hide a body, how to bootleg, you know, everything, the full lot. Me and Al Capone sitting talking about everything he ever did. Yeah, it would be terrifying and amazing. I would listen to that. And if Al Capone wasn't up for it, John Gotti. Who? John Gotti. Right. He was one of the. He was a New yes. York, New York crime yeah. figure. Because I, I like stuff like that. There's no jokes there. I just... No, no. <laughs> and and I don't want to know the best way to kill someone or hide a body. That was just examples. <laughs> is, that, is that John Gotti that's in the five song? Represent a John Gotti. Masters. What? The happy class. Come on. Here you with the hooligan funk. I know you want to stand up, so baby, jump. Jump. Everybody get up. Sing in. Five one, reference. Two, three, four. Mobster John Gotti in their so. songs. It's the only reason I know his name. Wow. Yeah, but maybe, I mean, friggin' hell, that was, <laughs> that's bold by five. Are we talking five of a slam dunk to thunk thing? Yes! Right, yes. and they mentioned mafia head John Gotti. Wow. Yes. Um, maybe, yeah. He's re- he's mentioned a lot of rap songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, who would I have? A, I never would... in the, sorry, never in the world did I imagine that talking about a massive mob figure would end in you rapping a five song. Fair play. You, Rosie, you surprise me every day. Thank you. I do try. 
Um, so my podcast would probably have to be with five. No, fuck off. <laughs> no, you no, wait. I'm joking. I'm right, joking. I was going to honestly unplug your mic if you were going to choose that. What an amazing opportunity, and you're going to fuck. Oh. No, I'm joking. Um, it's really hard because I just. Can I have like a couple of people at the same time? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Oh, here's my table. Okay, right. right. Uh, quickly, I want to add, add Genghis Khan onto mine as well. Oh, right. Genghis okay. Khan. Best way to rule the world. Bang. Good stuff. I know who that is. Yeah. Mine would be Bette Midler. Wow. Victoria Wood. Wow. Julie Wallace. Wow. Dolly Parton. Wow. Amy Schumer. Holy shit. Celeste Barber. Who's Celeste Barber? Comedian. Got you. Australian. Ah, yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a hell of a loose women lineup, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Good that, isn't it? Yeah. That's what mine would be. Wow. Mm. What would it be called? Slags. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic. Slags Anonymous. Or John Rivers on there as well? Might as well. Oh, yeah. I love a bit of John Rivers. Why wow. not? Wow. Yeah. Love it. Babadoo, 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 ba. I've got an email here from Simon. Hi, Chris and Rosie. Uh, my beef that always winds me up is when my wife says, do you want a sandwich made? And I reply, yes. She always comes back with, how many slices of bread? One sandwich is two slices of bread. But according to her, one slice of bread is one sandwich. WTF in capitals. What? Like, it folded over? So that's if, not a sat on. That's, that's not a crazy. sandwich. That's half a sandwich. That's the hardest. That that's the saddest sandwich. Imagine you said known. you were at their house and she said, "Do you want a bacon sandwich?" And you went, "Yeah," and you got one bit of bread <laughs> with, folded over. Folded over one bit of bacon. Oh no! That smash a house up. I know. That's a. I'm late for work. Let's just grab a bit of bread, stick a bit of ham in it, and fold it over. Well, that's a we've got no bread sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a. This is the last bit of bread sandwich. <laughs> It's a toddler sandwich, That's, that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Imagine going to Greg's and buying a sandwich and there's only one triangle. They'll probably start doing that for people on diets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely fuming about That's that. That's weird, that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Simon, um, tell her she's wrong. <laughs> she's so wrong. She's not in her, in her world. No, but well, her world is wrong. Her entire world's wrong. She needs to rethink her entire sandwich belief system. Aren't people, isn't it funny how other people live? Um, yeah. She, she, she might think that that's really strange. Do you know what I mean? What, two slices of bread? She yeah, thinks... she's obviously grown up with just being made a sandwich, having one bit of bread folded over. I wonder, though, I wonder, here's a question. Yeah? Do you think she ever has two bits of bread folded over separately? <gasps> so you think instead of putting two bits of bread together and putting the stuff in the middle, you think yeah. she actually makes two little mini sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell you what, if she's listening to this now when she has been doing that... Honestly, do it the other way. You will double the amount of spare time you've got around the house. Yeah, I know. Because that is carnage. (laughs) (laughs) Question here, she's wrote, Dearest Chris and Rosie, which I really like. Posh. Uh, Actually, she's wrote Rosie and Chris, and I'm absolutely fuming about that. Um, Do you wee in the shower? I 100% do. My kids do. My husband suggests, suggests he doesn't, but he doesn't fully commit to the answer. Rosie? I do. I do. It's the next bit of the email that I found very interesting. Imagine this. She's just wrote, I took a poll in the office. (laughs) (laughs) What are people who do and don't? She went, yeah. She went to work. (laughs) 
Yeah, her name's Olivia. Olivia went to work mm-hmm. and asked everyone. Love it. People are amazing. What was the answer? Well, uh, uh, yeah. Turns out only 20% of us wee in the shower. WTF. It's normal to wee in the shower, right? But honestly, liars. Liars, a I lot just, of them. I just love... I just... Morning, right? Everyone, everyone. <laughs> Phone's down. Phone's down. Olivia's going to pass some post-it notes out. Just... <laughs> honest answer. Open it on. No judgment. <laughs> the box is at the top here. I put it in anonymously. <laughs> You've you've worked in offices. I'd love that. I'd be like, right, come on, (laughs) everyone. Anything to break up the day. Hi, Chris and Rosie. I love the podcast. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Thank Thank you. you. My question for you both is, last week when shopping with my boyfriend, I noticed one of the cashiers staring at him. I looked at him and then back at her and she was almost dribbling whilst gawping at him. (laughs) Wow. He didn't notice, and I couldn't decide whether I was delighted or furious. So my question is, how do you feel about other people fancying your significant other? Gemma from Watford. Uh, I don't think it's ever happened. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. No. That is not Um, nice. First question, was she dribbling from my mouth? Oh, Christopher. Oh, monkey, monkey that, monkey. God's sake. Um, How to be said. It... That has happened before. Do you remember this? I, uh, you know what? Just as you, yes, I do. I think you're going to talk about what I think you're going. Yeah, at the fr- at my friend's wedding, <laughs> the barmaid, and as you like it. Yes. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. Explain to them. Well, no. Let's just put it out there. We are not the jealous kind of couple at all. Yeah. Um, we're very open and honest about our relationship. We talk about exes and blah de blah. Yeah. When we're at this wedding, the barmaid was a young girl and she was really flirting with you while I was there and I wasn't annoyed I was just kind of like a bit taken aback just it was really blatant right, yeah but you didn't even notice because I didn't notice I'm a bloke I didn't have a, I didn't have a freaking clue like the way- can you remember what you said to us? No. Right. So we were standing there. Your friend was there. I, th- I honestly just thought, I thought, hey, what a bloody lovely barmaid. She's dead polite. What a lovely lass. Attentive. Right? What a lovely lass she is. And she was talking to me. And then you said, I was talking to her, and then you said something to me. And I went, eh? And I was like, it was a bit cut, and I can't remember what you said specifically. But I went, what's wrong? What's my? And you said, you went, oh, you're just exhausting us. <laughs> That's what you said. You're just exhausting us. And I looked like that. And then I looked at Angela, your friend, our friend Angela. And Angela had to pull us aside and go, the barmaid was flirting with you and Rosie's annoyed about it because it looked like you were flirting back. But I know that you just didn't know that, did you? And I was like, no. I didn't think you were flirting back. (laughs) It was just, just, it was the sheer, well, it was the sheer kind of, what's the word? boldness of her for one right I was just kind of like what because she was ignoring me do you remember she was just fully on you why and then I, you, you were like being <laughs> but you you weren't flirting with her at all you no. were being polite but I was like don't be polite to her <laughs> she's rude and <laughs> she's ignoring me she's only talking to you and I hate it I hate that I had no idea I had not a clue. Oh, yeah. Stupid. Honestly, I didn't have a clue. Flirty little Rosie, fox. she could have literally been like taking her pants off and I'd have been like, oh, you're a bit warm. So, uh, two Coronas. Like, I'm, <laughs> Shut up. I'm telling you, I do not know when women are flirting. Men out there, you tell me if you know when they're flirting. There's only certain men who do and their men are perverts. <laughs> and snakes.
and they should be locked up. Babadoo, 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 ba. Dear Chris and Rosie, help needed. Please can you help out with the dilemma? My other half is addicted and obsessed with hoovers, particularly Dyson. Right. I love him already. I love this man already. I'll okay. read on. I've gone away recently for a little mini break to see family, and whilst I was gone, he invested £600 on a mm. new handheld Dyson without telling me until the purchase was complete. Wow. I want to feel annoyed, but it does mean that he will do the hoovering for the next six months at least, uh, and he is like a small child at Christmas with it. Thoughts welcome. Sitting in the bath, very angry, feeling very angry right now, and thinking I might have to move out to make space for the hoovers. P.S. This is what I love. I know Chris will ask, here are the Hoover types that we already own. One window vacuum, two handheld Dysons, brackets one being the new one, a Vax carpet cleaner, one hitting Hoover, don't know what that is, one leaf blower Hoover, and two Dyson multi-floor cylinder Hoovers, brackets one is just for Hoover and the dogs. Wow, that is an unnecessary amount of Hoovers. Is it for... He's a fucking superhero. Gee, where did the live? He's building like a jetpack or something. Crikey. I mean, I suppose there's worse addictions though, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? It's oh an god. Expensive addiction. He's gonna be one of their men in the chat magazine, isn't he? Married his Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Left wife for Dyson. I left I left my wife to be a Mormon Hoover marrier. Oh. Have Six you seen, Have you seen them in magazines? Oh, yeah, like blokes who shag their cars and yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, there was amazing. one the other day, and it was a woman who'd married a zombie doll <laughs> that she'd got when she was 11. And I was like, what? 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 Hold on, I think the main story here is zombie doll grooms 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll be phoning the police right now. <laughs> what about that woman who married the uh, Berlin Wall? What? Did you not know that? But they knocked it down. I know, she was good at <laughs> It was, I'm not even joking. Fucking hell. There was a documentary about this. <laughs> oh, so she now refers to the Berlin Wall as my late husband. <laughs> it is time for Celebrity Question of the Week. Celebrity Question of the Week. Lovely. Uh, this one is probably my personal favourite so far. Mm-hmm. Um, my new Instagram bestie. Yeah. Current favourite actress on the television. Yeah. The wonderful Vicky McClure. Oh, yeah. Hi, Chris and Rosie. It's Vicky McClure here, a.k.a. D.I.K. Fleming from Line of Duty. Um, I want to ask you a question. Who do you think would make the best police officer and why? Bloody D.I. Fleming. Bloody D.I. Fleming from Line of Bloody Duty. Exciting, eh? Asking little you and me. <laughs> Thank you so much, D.I. Kate Fleming from Line of Duty. Love, love Line of Duty. Mm. I think I think I would be the better police officer. Do you? I do. Do you? Oh, sorry. Do you not? Mm. I, I think I'm a bit... Harder than you? Right. Oh, so you're going to break the rules as a police officer. You're going to you're going to hit them. You're going to be hard. You're going to hurt oh, them. I don't know. Just breaking the rules straight away. I don't know what kind we'll of. We'll follow police these o- to the line of the law, <laughs> as Haston says. Right. Um. Ah, it depends what we're doing. I think running down and chasing down criminals. I don't know. 
But I think finding stuff, I'd be best because I find all the toys. But that's a different department. She uh, just means a bobby on the job. Does she? Mm-hmm. D.I. Detective Inspector Kate Fleming. Well, she's worked up the ranks, though. Yeah. Shall I not come in straight What's as a detective? What's another word for detecting? Finding. Who finds all the toys in this house? Oh, God. D.I. Chris Ramsey. I, well done, right. Okay, then. You can work in the toy detecting squad. Because <laughs> I'll work... <laughs> I'll work in real life. Listen, since Toys R Us went under, the Tony Titan squads took some major blows. To be honest with you. It's practically non-existent. We are understaffed and undermanned now and there's bloody toys everywhere. Apparently they're out there on the street. Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the beach. God, they're everywhere. No, um, I don't know. It's not a job I've ever wanted to do, to hard be honest. Hard job. Really hard job. Genuinely, yeah. So, oh. I always wanted to be a paramedic more than a... Uh, even harder job. Officer, I Jesus. Know. But then that, that I wanted to be a paramedic before you go out drinking and you right. see what paramedics have to deal with. Yeah. Do you know, do when you're younger Less and you're like, oh, they go around in a van and help people. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah. They scrape drunk people off the floor and have exactly. to look after them. Big love to any paramedics listening. Yeah. Doing God's work. Yeah. Um, Big God. love to any police officers. We love you. Yeah, if there's any police officers listening, fair play. Um, it must be, uh, I mean... I, I, Okay, so let's look at line of duty and let's think for their job. So doing what Arnott and what and what she does and what, mm-hmm. what uh, Fleming does, that kind of stuff behind the scenes, AC12, getting getting other coppers, finding bent coppers. I'd be good. I'd be good because I always guess right, right. what's going to happen next, don't I? You don't do. I? Don't you, I, though? Oh, don't I? Don't look, I? Look, look don't we're not I? in the interrogation room. Get that light out of my face. Can I have a drink of water? <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> Look, I want my phone call. I, Where were you at this time, Ramsey? I think you would be best. Mm. I do, yeah. Because I, I don't. I think if I didn't know the answers, it would stress us out. I would get upset. Yeah. I need to know stuff. Yeah. But then again, we need to know stuff. My push us on to be a really good copper. Would you be able to go into a house right. and scoop up a dead person? Because I know that a police officer, personally, I know one that's done that. Scooped up a dead person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a little scooper. The, the, and the decomposed. Oh! Yeah. Would you be able to do that? No. Well, there you go. Well, I'll just not be in the dead person scooper squad. <laughs> it's just the police, just the nah, police force, mate. No. Nah. You're telling me D.I. Kid Fleming has to scoop up the poopers? It's just better than that. Yeah, exactly, man. I um, I don't think I could be a copper because I think genuinely I would um end up a bent copper once the OCG came and had a go mm-hmm. and said, do you want to do this? And I'd be like, hey, OCG, I can... I can help. Give us a couple of quid. Have you? Hey, OCG. Have you had the podcast I do with Al Capone? <laughs> Thank you once again so much for listening to Shag Married Annoyed. If you've got any questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. Shagmarriedannoyed at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. Thanks very much. I normally say the website email, but you, you did it, so. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to sit here and wave. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.